five questions about the NBA playoffs and the Dallas Mavericks as we go into game three tonight. Tonight in Dallas, if you're going to the game, wear all blue, baby. It's a blue out. Oh, we're ready for it right here at Locked On Now. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. Hey, hey, Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. Guess what day it is? And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The blue boy, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Man, I'm so excited for tonight. Woo! Uh-oh. Also, I love our names on the screen right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I should take those off, shouldn't I? <laughs> Shout out to Marcus Mosher and the uh, Lockdown Cowboys podcast. Listen to that five days a week. <laughs> I just love how mine actually says, I miss a Wandu. <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube. If you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, go do that. All right. There you go. Uh, but no, I'm so excited. I think this is the most excited I've been for a game for, gosh, I mean, I, I honestly don't know. I mean, to cover a game for sure over the past five, six years, and just that, yeah, I mean, Luca's first playoff game in front of a home crowd, like, that's unbelievable. Big stuff. Super ex- now, I have seen some people throw out there just loosely, hey, this will be the craziest crowd Luca's ever played in front of. <laughs> I don't think that. I think, in the uh, NBA, sure. In, in the, the NBA, NBA sure. yes. Uh, Luca has played in some uh, some amazing crowds uh, overseas. Uh, so, but anyway, I'm just, I'm so excited for Friday night. I can't even explain it. Yeah, today, Friday night, we're recording this late Thursday. So it is game day. We are very excited. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join us any day of the week. Follow me at Nick Van Exit and uh, get into the, all the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. All right, Isaac Harris. Let's get into the topic today. Five questions. Five burning questions. I don't have a I don't have a burn thing, so I'll just do this. Five take that with you questions about the NBA playoffs and the Dallas Mavericks. Going into game three, hit me with the first one. Okay, well, since we're recording this on Thursday night, I'll go out of order. We just finished watching Blazers Nuggets. And this so one of my questions <laughs> is the first question who are the starting guards for the Denver Nuggets? Because good God. Well, Good God, Lemon. Who are these I guards? I don't like Austin Rivers because every time I see him hit a clutch three, it just takes me back to the days of him hitting that dang three for Duke, and I just hate all of it. So, But are there any predictions as far as teams that you already want to change your like mind about? Ooh. And like for, for me, I have two teams that one of them specifically I, I pick, like the Bucks. I picked the Bucks to beat Miami. I just didn't think the Bucks would beat them this bad and look as good as they're looking. And now I'm starting to rethink a little bit of, well, dang, can the Bucks really get to the final? Because I, I just in my mind, I never gave them a shot. It was for me, it was Brooklyn up here. I had Philly second, and I had the Bucks like a step lower. And now I'm just starting to rethink all of it. Yeah, that's the one that really stands out, right? As one that you you may like change your pick uh, if you had going in because like Atlanta, New York, everyone thought that that was either going to go seven or it was just going to be a really good matchup. And so that, that one being tied one to one isn't surprising Philly up two Oh, that's not no. surprising. Brooklyn up two Oh, not surprising uh, Phoenix and, and the Lakers 
maybe the, you no. didn't expect game one, but like this series, the, the result right now, you're not you're not surprised by. It is bullcrap that Chris Paul got hurt game one. I mean, that's just dumb. It's his career, man. Like he just, not in game one though. Like, it just ha- no, but I'm saying it just happens to him. Like it's just it's like this weird Murphy's Law with him. Like he just gets to a certain point and he just he gets injured. It's so strange. Uh, I mean, Mavericks Clippers, like we did not expect them to win both game one and two. We expected game yeah. one, but not two. And so maybe that one, but then well, we still had the Mavs anyway. So we're sort of the minority. And then Utah Memphis, like that's, that's probably a, like a gentleman's sweep or a douchebag sweep, whatever you want to call it, where the bottom team only wins one game. Cause man, that game two looked who that game two looks so lopsided. So I don't know if I'm changing anything, to be honest. It's a boring answer, but I don't think I'm changing any of my predictions so far. The the, the Bucks the Bucks Heat one is is the only one, right? Where you would change it and just well, change the number of games. I have an I have another team on this that I thought I thought Portland would win this series. And well, they still could. They still could, but now that we've seen Denver just finish off this game and they've won two in a row. I just didn't th- yeah. I thought Jamal Murray losing Jamal Murray would just be way too much. I didn't think I didn't think an Austin Rivers and Composo <laughs> backcourt would, hey, like, would yeah would win these games against you know Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. So I I think Denver's the team that I'm starting to shift my mindset on. Of well, dang, like I mean I don't think either one of these teams are beating the Lakers and Portland not- is Portland is wild to me because in this game tonight on on Thursday night. Nurkic here. So here's a stat. I think Dan Devine tweeted this out. The ringer, uh, the Blazers outscored the Nuggets by 10 points in the 19 minutes that Nurkic played in the first half. They got outscored by 15 points in the five minutes that Ennis Cantor played. <laughs> like it's so the, the difference between when Nurkic plays and Nurkic has now, I think he fouled out in this game and he fouled out in another game. So he's either gotten close or has fouled out in two games now of the three. And, and like that's huge for them. Like that's their whole series is this Nurkic versus Jokic matchup, and yeah. they just cannot have him sit almost at all because who else is going to play besides Cantor, right? Like, have you seen Caleb Swanigan lately? He's not on the team, but have you seen him lately? I have. He's not, going through life moment. Prayers out to him for sure. Uh, um, but there, there's just no one else for them to play, right? Like like Rondé House Jefferson's like another big that they play. There's just nobody else. So yeah, that one's a little surprising. But it's just it's Jokic man and Porter Jr. and Gordon has added like a, a pretty good element to that team. And then they got this wild card from Austin Rivers in, the, in this game. Are the Lakers really going to have to play a Chris Paulus Suns team and then a Jamal Murrayless Denver team? Yeah, yeah. I mean they are That's probably bull crap. Um, okay. Hardest road. To the finals. Hey, well, he's already won the two <laughs> hardest finals after. So the I mean, bubble. This, this happens. This happens though, right? 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 Like we can go through some some oh, finals. And, but Get think about this. It's what makes the Dirk finals and the Dirk championship mean so much more, right? Like, yeah, it does because he there wasn't that many injured guys he went through. Shout out They're to Grant, was playing. Shout out to Grant Gunn who tweeted at us today and said he did his homework and went back and looked up the series that we gave homework mm. at the end of yesterday's pod. Said go back and look at the uh, Jazz uh, Mav series back when Dirk was twenty two and he did that did homework and I really appreciate that. So thank you, Grant. Shut it down. Oh, Let's go. Somebody did okay. homework. That's shut it down. Okay, question number two. Who makes more changes if they Ooh. lose in the first round? We did this before the playoffs a little bit as far as like who's on the hot seat, who has the most, you know, what's at stake the most for some of these teams. 
But now that we're actually in it, we're seeing the manner in which Miami's getting beat. We see the manner yep. that Clippers are down 0-2. Yep. Uh, I'm putting the Blazers in this, too. If they lose to a mm. Denver team without Jamal Murray, out of those three teams, who is making the most changes? And I'm going to leave changes a broad term. We're talking front office coaching, big-time okay. roster overhaul. So you're saying a, not just adjustments to like the, in like their playing style. You're saying straight up. Which team out of out of all the playoff teams? No, no, no. Those three teams: Clippers, Blazers, and Miami. Out of those three, how would you rank those as far as? And I'm putting Miami in there mainly because in there. I'm putting them in there because of the manner in which they're getting beat. Yep, like, they're getting just clobbered, and it's making the whole the whole group of people out there like, man, the bubble is just a one off thing, right? And it's like. That whole group, which I never fully believed, they're like really excited right now because it feels like their point is being proven right, seeing Miami just getting clobbered. And so I just, yeah, out of those three teams, who's making the most changes across the board? I mean, if you just look at the Miami Heat's cap sheet, right? Like you just look at the players that they have next year, right? Like Oladipo's unrestricted free agent, so that's money off the books. You have Dragic and, and Andre Iguodala. Those are non-guaranteed, right? Or they're team options. So those guys could totally be gone, which is kind of interesting to watch that Dragic one. Uh, you have Bam is on the books. Heroes on the books. Precious on the books. Duncan Robinson and Kendrick Dunn, both restricted free agents. Those guys are really interesting. Both of those guys. Haslam's it doesn't mm. probably doesn't matter, but uh, Ariza's gone. Bielitsa's gone. Bielitsa was on their team. That's so wild. <laughs> I just can't even remember him. Uh, but that team is going to make a bunch of changes, right? No matter if they win or lose, probably, or if they take it to six or, or not. So I think that is your answer. It's a little bit boring because they were going to make changes anyway, but I think that's your team. Okay. I still want to say the Clippers. <laughs> Oh, we can take a look at the Clippers. I still want, I still want, just because Miami, I, I don't think they're changing some of their main core. Like, I think Jimmy's staying there. I think Bam's staying there. I think Spoh's staying. I don't think they're doing anything front office wise. I, I think those make the main core players and like personnel is staying the same. I don't know if I'm as confident. Like, if Portland loses to his Denver team, are they breaking up CJ and Dame? Or we've done like, this every year. I know, but <laughs> it's like that, that one Western Conference Finals thing. It's almost like it threw it off of like, yeah, we made it. So now we keep the band together. <laughs> and uh, but I think my answer is still the Clippers. I just don't think they bring back all the core players again. Front office, Ty Lue, Kawhi, Paul George. I don't think all of those people are back. One of them, one of those are, are gone, I think. We'll get into this a little bit more, talk about who's going to make the most changes and get into a couple more burning questions. But before we do, Built Bar, it's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They're absolutely delicious. I ate one today. Look at this one I just had. Raspberry, absolutely delicious. They're good. really good. Good for you. Love the raspberry one. Has a little, little, bit has of, little like grains of raspberry in it. It's good. Just a, yeah, just a like it's chocolate bar basically with 100% chocolate around it, and then just a little fruit taste. Just that little aftertaste of like boom, the zing, the tartness, boom. You love it. There's all kinds of flavors you can get right now. They always come up with new ones too. Birthday cake just had a run. The the coconut brownie chunk just had a run. They had some churro puffs one time. They're trying all kinds of stuff. They're very innovative, which I really appreciate. They don't just stick to one thing. Uh, go check out the bars. They're really good. Go to builtbar.com. Use the promo code locked on 15 or locked 15 and get a 15% uh, you know, 
Get 15% off. I almost said 15% promo code. I guess that counts too. 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Go get you a box today. And also, change it up. Get get different flavors. You can get a box with three different flavors. That's the best version. Six in each box. They're absolutely great. Go get them. Built Bar. All right. Isaac Harris, let's get into some more questions. All right, I wanted to I wanted to keep talking about who's going to make the most changes and look at the Clippers. Um, we'll do this a lot more as the offseason goes on. We'll probably preview a bunch of teams' offseasons. But this Clippers team, like Kawhi is the one that sticks out, right? But the the Paul George, Morris, uh, Kennard, those two, those are the three long-term pieces the Clippers have. Yeah. <laughs> that could – that. If they if they do lose in this first round and if they get swept, right? Like if they get swept, I think they really do make some wholesale type changes because Ballmer's not gonna stand for that. No. Especially to a team that they shouldn't have lost to. So it's it's one of those three guys, probably. Uh maybe Beverly, maybe like that's probably it, right? Because everyone else is kind of gone. Zubots is probably staying. What Rondo? if Port- Portland and the Clippers lose and they just swap McCollum for Paul George? Is that a good trade? <laughs> Who wins that? I think the dang, like on paper, <laughs> on paper the Blazers win that trade. On paper, I don't. In I don't practice, know be, I don't know. Right? Like, isn't that yeah. wild? I, I really don't know who wins that trade. I don't think it'd be worth to do the chemistry swap out for like an even. I don't know, but that's wild. I know this is like completely random. Remember when? Tyler Hero was on the table for James Harden, and there were a and section, wouldn't do it. section of Miami Heat fans were like, no, we wouldn't do it. We're not giving up Tyler for James Harden. Like, well, how are you feeling about that? Right Dude, Tyler Hero has like scored less than 30 points in the, the first three games combined. Man, he is he is really struggling. It's just so weird looking back. And then Jay Crowder is like one of twenty from three in these yeah. first three games against the Lakers, and he was blazing hot from three in the bubble. The bubble was weird, man. Like <laughs> there's some weird, funky stuff there. Shout out to Jay Crowder who chose the Suns over the Mavs in free agency, and and uh, there's well, a world in which yeah. there's a world in which Mavericks uh, make it to the second round. The Suns don't. So well, that's true. They had a much better regular season though than the Mavericks, but. Very true. Injuries killed him in right now, but yeah, for sure, for sure, be, be a completely different series if Chris Paul wasn't hurt. Okay, so I have a couple Mavs related ones. I'm saving for the last two, but this next one, since we're already kind of on this topic and we're talking about the Clippers, the big thing that I honestly don't feel like it's getting talked about enough is Kawhi Leonard, and I feel like if Kawhi was I don't know, like if Kawhi was somebody else, like I feel like that would be the leading thing every single person would be if talking about. If he was LeBron, right, right? If he was LeBron yeah. or Durant or if Durant, he was like Steph, Curry. Yeah, any it, it's just it's kind of weird that it's kind of just this underlying, hey, he's down oh yeah. two and they could like fail again. They could. Series not over. But right now, Kawhi loses this series. Where do you th- where is he at next year? Who man? What do you think? Miami. And I wrote down one, two, three. I wrote down five teams, but I honestly think he just stays in L.A. No, nobody knows. Like Kawhi, no one knows. Don't. Yeah. Sorry, Ari uh, Abraham. You don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think anybody knows. Uh, But 
I mean, like God his says, sources, he, Isaac. His sources. He does have sources. <laughs> hey, well, I, don't know. I was gonna make another joke, but didn't want to. Uh, uh, anyway, so gut tells you he's just gonna stay in, you know, California. We don't know what quite wants right now. He's won a couple of titles oh. with different teams. Like, what is he prioritizing? All that. But if it's a winning type thing, and he wants to leave the Clippers. Why are you laughing? Because the thing, I think Simmons said this on his pop, Bill Simmons said this, that like we were talking a couple of, so what if Kawhi like loses this first round series against the Mavs and then two years with the Clippers, this Clippers team put together with this crazy depth, they win one playoff series in two years. And against then the Mavericks team that who didn't have KP for, you know, three games and right. Luca on a hobble. And then all of a sudden revisionist history is like, oh, the Mavericks probably would have won that series, which we've been saying for 365 days, but yeah. The uh, Kawhi, we were talking about, well, what if Kawhi wins a finals MVP with the third team? What would that mean? That would be so wild. And now we're like, they, bear, they may not even get anywhere close to that, right? Like that yeah. that has to take a hit on the legacy a little bit. Yeah, so for Kawhi, I think Miami is the natural one, I think. Yeah. I mean, are any teams looking at New York right now and just seeing MSG and saying, hey, that place is rocking? It would be cool to see. I don't know if Kawhi is a New York type of guy or cares about that big <laughs> would stage. Would love but. to play for Tibbs where he starts Alfred Payton for no reason at all. Imagine him talking to t- hey, Tibbs. I have a plan where I play like every third game and I only play it like 30 <laughs> minutes. So Tibbs like, no, Where <laughs> I play every third game. Uh, I mean, you know, deep down Kawhi at this point is just saying, why didn't I just go to Lakers? <laughs> Like maybe we don't know what Kawhi thinks, right? Like that's the thing about him. I feel like that's kind of weird. I mean, Dallas, we all talk about Dallas. We all joke about Dallas. It's been our bit for like two months. Ever since Giannis signed, it's been our bit. Yeah. We just shifted from Giannis to Kawhi, but (laughs) it's, yeah. I think if he wants to win, I think it's the easiest, right? Like that's the route to go because you're pairing with Luka Doncic for this, you know, the next, the last years of your prime basically. And, Kawhi and Luca. I mean, KP can still be on the team at that point too. I mean, it immediately puts them in the conversation every single year moving forward for, you know, the title. So everything. Is there a world that Golden State could put, pull off a of Kawhi like sign and trade? God, with what? Uh, with, with Clay? I don't know. Like Wiseman, the Minnesota I mean, pick, stuff like that. It's like, Golden State is still in, you know, he could still do the helicopter ride to Golden State. I don't know. It's just whatever. Next, I mean, next year, they have, they have Wiggins for, for 31 and a half million. Mm. That's kind of the one salary that they can he maybe had a really make good the case. But fourth quarter in the play. What if they get like the second pick? What if in, what if in the lottery they somehow get the second pick? Yeah. They get the second pick, Wiseman. Actually, I don't think Wiggins. they can get second because I think it's like top four protected in Minnesota. Well, they have, they have two picks. Oh, they have, they have their own, yeah. Okay, enough on Kawhi. <laughs> this one's intriguing to me because I started looking up unrestricted free agents in the playoffs because it seems like every year we have an unrestricted guy going into unrestricted free agency that, like, all right, you're making some money this you know this playoff run. Oh, I'm sorry. Do Warriors can get the fourth pick with Minnesota. It's top three. Okay, fourth pick. So my question to you, I think Tim Hardaway is that clear guy right now that is making bank in the over the first few games of the playoffs. That if he continues this, I think he's just he's raising his the amount that he could get on his paycheck. 
So my question for you, who is going to make more money just next year? Tim Hardaway, Ooh. Mike Conley, mm. Oladipo, Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan. Oh gosh, man. That's who's making of, who's making more money next year? Not long term, yeah, yeah. not on that, just next year. Who's making the most and how far down that list is Tim Hardaway Jr.? Okay, well, Tim Hardaway's making more than uh Oladipo than, for sure. Oladipo, yeah, that, that's the one that, that stood out to me the most. Yeah. Conley, I could see Hardaway like if Hardaway wants to, he could go find a deal probably that's that's big, right? Like he could go find a deal. But if he if he stays with the Mavs, I have a feeling that they're gonna try the hometown discount kind of deal. And Brad tweeted out today, Brad Townsend, Dallas Morning News said that you know Dallas. I think it was Brad, Brad or Tim McMahon. Sorry, uh, one of them said that. Hey, Dallas is Stein. And, it was Stein. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm whatever. That's one of the only three or four people. It may uh, have been one of those things where they all do it at the same time, and I definitely saw Stein do it. Somebody sent out a, a text yeah, yeah. To they them. got a text, right? <laughs> that the Mavericks are confident in re-signing Tim. Stuff. Yeah. Yes, I think I want to say Kyle Lowry makes more than him next year. Yeah. Him versus DeRozan is just fascinating for me. And like DeRozan should right like he. He's a better player. Should he though? But the shooting part, that's the only thing. The literally the only difference. Like I would pick DeMar DeRozan if we're going to play pickup. But if I'm trying to add somebody to my team, Tim Hardaway's the guy. I, that's the, it's the shooting that matters so much. Also, I'm saying it's the difference. Yeah. DeRozan has so many other skills. Like offensively, DeRozan's such a different player than than Hardaway. But it's just that shooting, right? The shooting matters so much. Like we went over game two for the Mavericks against the Clippers. How the Clippers out rebounded them. They hit more free throws. They did all these things. More points, you know, in the paint. They did more fast break points. Like all these different things. And for more points in the fourth quarter, but the Mavericks out three point shot them. Like, and then yeah. you just can it can make up for so many mistakes. And so if you have a guy like that, the Mavericks can't get rid of somebody like that. Like if they replaced Tim Hardaway with DeRozan, this team is so different. No, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. You can't do that. Um, okay. So we both agree. Lowry, you, would you say Conley makes more than him next year? Conley's an interesting, he was just an all-star. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to consider that, but the, the think, thing is, the thing is with, Tim, with guys like Lowry and Conley and even DeRozan now at this point in his career, they can make the decision. I'm going to go play somewhere where I'm going to win and, and make less money, or I'm going to go play in Sacramento or, you know, somewhere where I'm going to make the most money. Like you can make that decision. There's a crossroads there that those guys can make all three of those guys. Yes, for sure. I think he's third on that list. I think Tim Hardaway will make more next year than DeMar DeRozan. Ooh, is that spicy? Shut it down! Is it, is it spicy? Let's go home! It might be spicy. Okay, I'll save my Luca one for the third segment. Okay, coming up, let's get into Isaac's Luca question about something about, about something. You could have teased it. <laughs> coming up next, we're going to talk about <laughs> 22 years old and younger players in the West and the East. Ooh, before we do that, let's talk about Bet Online. Bet Online is the platform to put some money down on sports. Go check it out. Here it is, betonline.ag. You can put some money. Let's check out the Dallas Mavericks NBA game. Check it right there. Clippers still a two-point favorite in Dallas at the AAC against the Dallas Mavericks. If you are guaranteeing a win tomorrow, and I know I've seen a lot of you guys on Twitter 
real excited about the Mavericks and, and calling a win for tomorrow. Everybody's wearing blue. We're all excited. One guy tweeted us, and he's wearing all green, the full jersey and kit, all that stuff. Shout out to you, man. Still, I would wear blue. Uh, but the Mavericks, if you're feeling that, go put some money down on Bet Online and use the promo code LOCKDOWN. Get 50% welcome bonus. So it gives you 50% more of the money that you put on as a deposit. And you can use that money to bet on the Mavericks. So go check that out. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Also, want to tell you about rockauto.com. Rock Auto is an auto and body parts uh, store online that is serving customers for 20 years. They've been doing this for a long time. They've been in it for a long time and a good time because it is easy to get the parts that you need. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always, always, always reliably low. The same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you want to spend up to twice as much for the same part somewhere else? Have to go find it, all that stuff. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? And they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. All right, Isaac Harris, hit me with your Luca question. Hit me with your uh, I was actually looking up two guard contracts of seeing who Tim would be close to. It's like, would he be close to a Gary Harris, like twenty million a year type contract, or would he want the Buddy Hield? Like, 25? anybody still paying Chandler Parsons? <laughs> okay, so I was watching Ja go off the other night, yeah. like a lot of us. And one, I feel apps I love Ja Morant. Um, ja over Zion. Yes. Vindication a little bit for you. Yes. Yes. Sign me up for that. I was about that. Um, 22 years old and younger. West versus the East. Ooh, I'm, I'm ready gonna, for this. I'm going to give you, and this is going into this season. So I'm including Jason Tatum in this because he just turned 23 like two months ago. Do we have to write these down? We should probably write these down. Well, I'm just going to give you a top three from each conference, and I'm going to tell you which one would you take. I know you're going to take Luca probably, but. I mean, yeah. In the West, Luca, Ja, and Zion. Whew, that's a trio right there. That could win the, the three on three anywhere, right? Like maybe in not defensively, e- but in the East. Jason Tatum, Lamelo, and Trey Young. Ooh, that's a spicy one too. That's an interesting one too. Like those the, two together like that it's fascinating to think about those those six players. It's when it's when you start breaking it down after that, that's when there's a huge there's a depth piece for the West compared to the East because right after that in the East, you have Tyler Hero, RJ (laughs) Barrett, Darius Darius Garland, Sexton, uh, Bridges. Miles Bridges. Yes, Miles Bridges, Hachimura, Patrick Williams. Oof, that that, that took a dip there. (laughs) I know, it's a a dip at that point. And you're just talking 22 years old and younger. Yes, just 22 and under. You go up to the West – you still have, after those top three, you still have SGA. You still have yep. Michael Porter Jr., yep. Halliburton, wherever you think about Wiseman, Edwards, who's probably going to win yep. the Rookie of the Year, Jaron Jackson Jr., DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, that's been, good. Shout out to DeAndre Ayton. He's been playing so well. I love seeing him succeed because, I'm like, man, I always hey, felt for him. I, but. I'm going to do this here. Marvin Bagley's been complaining like, oh, you compare me to Luca. You know who doesn't get compared to Luca ever is DeAndre Ayton because he just goes out there and plays and he plays yeah. well, right? Like make your play, get them to shut up, right? No yes. one ever is like, oh, they should have got Luca instead of Ayton. They're just playing well now. Yeah. How how are Kings fans watching 
like the playoffs right now because I mean, we need not, to have Matt George on just for a segment on this because He's there's, tortured one thing, enough. there's one thing to miss out on Luca, but then to see Aiton play like he is, to see Luca, to see Trey Young. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr., their team is, you know, probably overperforming a little bit, but he's not playing a ton. It's just like, man, you get yeah, Bagley. So cool. Did you say Porter Jr.? That's another one there. Yeah, that that's true. What's yeah, what's wild looking at that draft is you know, Porter Jr. you know, could have went to the Clippers, uh, the pick up before that. And it's like, what would that look like? Porter they, Jr.'s talent, though, we were talking about him as a top five guy. And so they could have, yeah, could have, they could have take that, took, taken that big swing, which we would all laughed at. But yeah. And you heard, and you heard so much in that, that pre draft process of all these teams that liked Porter in the top five, top yeah. six. And you're like, man, that's, he had the back Gassing problems, but everybody, yeah. It's like, is that really? And now, you know, he slipped to 14 and now you're seeing what the talent is. He's got a lot. If he was playing for the Kings, I think he would be averaging like 30 points a game. Probably, yes. And they, then, would, they would play fast, and they would take a bunch of threes, and I think he, he would hit a lot. Well, I tweeted this out about the West. It's like, man, we have Luka, Luka and Ja and Zion and SGA and Porter Jr., all these like big-time under-22 guys. And then, dang it, if we're not going to get two of these guys in this upcoming draft that's going to go to Houston and OKC. Like, there's, I know. there's a chance that Cade Cunningham, who everybody's hyping up so much, and I think he's a really good player, He's gonna go. He could go to Houston or OKC, and you're like, "Well, dang it, we're gonna have another one of these guys in and the Western Conference." Minnesota has some has some odds there too. I mean, they, they yeah could get a top three pick for sure. Sacramento could get a top five pick. New Orleans could still get it. Like they still have odds. These flattened odds really change the calculus for a lot of teams. You're like, can we just like just go to the East? That's I just want you guys in the East. <laughs> East can't even tank right. Come on, guys. Because like that Zion draft, you know, Zion and Ja, it's like both of those two guys. I For me, it was those two guys at the top, but the, and then a drop to RJ. And it's like, oh, cool. Two Western Conference teams get the first two picks. And they're always and, at the top of the draft, too. These East teams, wild. And do you have one more question we can get to quickly? No. Well, my question was, which which top three would you take? Luca, Ja, Zion versus Tatum, Lamelo, and Trey. Is it just clear plans day of the West. There's something about like, like Trey Young showing us a little bit here in this Knicks series. And I'm excited to see more of it, but like Ja and Luca, they just have something, right? Like there's just a yeah. little, like there's something there where they just win, right? They just make winning plays and Ja, it's not even with his shooting necessarily. It's just his decision-making, his ability to get to the basket. And Luca has it too. Luca can, you know, is a better shooter, but yeah, there's something about those two guys. I just rather have than probably anyone else on the list. Maybe. Yeah, because Jason Tatum, I, we haven't. I mean, how many years in a row have we said like, "Oh, does he have it?" And then we've well, at least to, seen him make it to a conference finals, though. I mean, I know, but I don't. That wasn't on the back of Jason Tatum. Yeah. He was like a young guy. He, he, had, it was, he had a role to play in that, though. But I like. I, maybe I've listened to maybe I've listened to John Krause during this season too much because it's just been such a awful season. But Lou Dort, we didn't mention Lou Dort. Lou Dort, there you go. All right. That's the show today. We are so excited for game three. We'll have a post game for you. We'll both be on it. We will be very excited to talk about it. Isaac will be there in the arena. We're so excited. Guys, also, if you're going to the game, don't be an ass, right? Like, do not throw popcorn at players. Don't spit at players. Do not say vulgarities at players. Like, we don't, don't like Rondo. We get it. I don't represent. Either. Yes, represent but, yeah. MFFLs well. 
You can yell F Rondo. That's fine. Whatever. But don't don't be going after parents or siblings or like please. Just this is our plea to you guys to just stay classy, MFFLs. Just ask yourself, what would Mavrello do? <laughs> I'm Mavrello Balovic, owner of Mavs. We'll be back with the podcast after game three. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. Peace out. Boom. Champ, 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 champ. What day is it, champ? <laughs> hey, Cash, guess what the day is? It's game day. What? What?